Hello everyone, my name is Phil Friend and welcome to the latest Gear, Gadgets and Gizmos podcast in association with RIDC, the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers. This is the place where disabled people and their supporters talk about the stuff they use to get round some of the barriers their disabilities throw at them. Okay, everyone, well, welcome to this edition of the uh, podcast. And I'm delighted today to have on the line Rudy Breakwell Boss, who I've known for some time. And Rudy and I worked together back in the day, and we still see a bit of each other. How are you, Rudy? I'm fine, thank you, Phil. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, too. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, your, you know, your impairment, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, uh, as you say, my name is Rudy Breakwell Boss. Um, I have a spinal cord injury. I'm a wheelchair user. I'm paralyzed from uh, just below the shoulders. I've got some use of my arms and slight use of my hands, but no use of my fingers. So I have live-in personal assistance 24 hours uh, to help me with washing, dressing, toileting, and everyday um, activities of daily living. Um, I have worked in various different uh, Jobs and I'm currently uh, working as a health liaison officer for a uh, mobility company that uh, has contracts which are basically um, NHS wheelchair services in various parts of the southeast um, and growing. And my role is to uh, make sure that the people that are receiving wheelchair services are happy with the service that the company is providing. Fantastic. So, as you know, Rudy, we're we're here really primarily to talk about the bits and bobs you use to overcome your impairment, the sorts of things it stops you doing. So, a um, bit like Desert Island Discs, what's your first uh, thingy that you want to share with us? Right, my first thingy is a, a, an adapted spoon, which uh, I discovered recently. It's basically uh, a spoon which... Um, have a, uh, it's twisted so that the uh, bowl of the spoon is bent downwards and it's got a laminated surface which is uh, much thicker than an average spoon so it sits more comfortably in the hand. And the reason I uh, have got one of these uh, rather excellent gadgets after 48 years of being in a wheelchair is because what limited use of um, my hand I do have um, has started to to deteriorate. So whereas previously I could um, balance a knife, a fork and a spoon, I can't cut my own food. I have to have just a fork and a spoon mm-hmm. and uh, someone to cut my food for me uh, as and when necessary. But this particular spoon um, sits snugly in the palm of my hand and uh, it um, allows me to eat uh, reasonably well. It's not always absolutely brilliant. There are moments that it goes clattering to the floor, but that's part of my life. Um, but I'm very pleased to have discovered this thing because it has made life an awful lot easier. And I've tried other bits and pieces like um, strapping the uh, regular spoon to my hand and various other gizmos, but this is the only one that, because of the way that it is angled, uh, permits me to eat uh, quite freely and quite comfortably. And is this device freely available, Rudy? Can we get that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it is actually available on the NHS. It may well be, if your friendly local occupational therapist is being cooperative. Um, failing that, uh, it's not very expensive. It's just a few pounds. Well, what you will do online. is you can get it online. So what I'll do is I'll make sure that I post a link to 
a supplier maybe that you know or something at the end of sure. our, you know the the, the show. And this is a, a company that produces uh, not just obviously the spoon, but just cutlery in general. Um, and I think there's other stuff that they provide that I haven't okay. actually checked out yet. But yeah, as far as the cutlery is concerned, um, I've got the spoon and the fork, and um, they come in various different forms and and setups. And um, yeah, I'm very well pleased with it. Good, excellent. So that feel, uh, that's a device which obviously helps you stay independent feeding-wise. Um, what's the next item on your list? The next item on my list, uh, and it's a very short list of gadgets, which has changed my life for the better very considerably, is the introduction of voice recognition software. Ah, yes. I started out some years ago with uh, Dragon Software, which was quite spectacularly excellent, and um, I really enjoyed using that. Since then, I have uh, adopted uh, Apple software. I've got one or two items. I've got an iPad, a phone, and, and uh, a desktop computer. And I've got mixed views on that. Certainly with my desktop computer, uh, I use the software when uh, writing uh, text, uh, particularly also with emails as well as other things. And that can be a little bit hair-raising because quite often it completely misinterprets what I say. <laughs> uh, and that did have rather good consequences when somebody emailed me back and said they didn't have a clue what I wrote to them because <laughs> I failed to double-check the email. And checking it back, I realized that I'd written total gobbledygook. <laughs> or that's to say that the, uh, the software had interpreted it in that way. Um, so mixed results there, but certainly with the iPad and more particularly with the iPhone, um, it's a real godsend because uh, I can basically just dictate text um, both sitting up and lying down, uh, and that was not something that was possible for me freely uh, previously. Right. And also because um, my handwriting has always been slow and laborious because I can't hold a pen, so I have to have a pen either placed into my uh, um, pushing glove for my manual wheelchair or um, just in, in uh, some other sort of gadget. Uh, and this gets around that problem. Mind you, I don't know whether I can still even do much handwriting. I know that that's starting to deteriorate now, but I think that's probably the experience of lots of the younger generation as well. Yes, I think we all type more, don't we? Just going back a stage, you mentioned Dragon Dictate that you used. Yeah. Did you, are you a Mac user or are you a Windows user? Well, I'm more of a Mac user these days, but I have to say that um, I am just vacillating at the moment between wanting to return to Windows because, um, you know, Mac are spectacularly, uh, all I, Apple products are spectacularly expensive by comparison right. to uh, Windows products that use Windows. Yes, yes. So the switch away from Dragon, so you don't use Dragon at all now? You use all um, Not Siri? Not anymore, but uh, you know, I would welcome coming back to it because I, I know how good it is and I also have friends who use Dragon and swear by it. Well, I, I think the reason for my question about the Mac is that I do know that Dragon is coming to an end on a Mac. They're not going to update the software and so on. I don't know when it starts, but anyone listening to us might like to know that, that before they invest, <clears throat> they might need to consider that. Whereas on Windows, of course, it's it's in version 432 or whatever it is now. Um, but you switched. Uh, obviously, you're using your 
portable devices, your your phone and your iPad, as the way you now uh, communicate in the written way with with everybody, even though it's got its pitfalls. It, it's a big liberator. I mean, it's a huge liberator for those of us who've got um, dexterity manual uh, uh, impairments. Um, this this really is is a game changer, as we say. Yeah. It's um, hugely improved what I can do and how quickly I can do it. So. Yes, I'm, I'm very, very happy with what I have. Excellent. Okay. So what about a third thing? Is there something else that you use on a regular basis that you find invaluable? The third and also very significant item which I'd like to mention is the fact that I drive a van from my wheelchair. Now, this is something which I came across first when I was briefly living and working in California. Uh, just outside San Francisco, and over there, I met a spinal injured guy, mm-hmm. and um, we talked, as you do, about cars, the very important subjects, mobility and all that, and he said, so what do you drive? And I told him that I uh, just got myself a second-hand adapted uh, saloon car, and he said to me, so you can actually transfer in and out of the car independently? And that rather took me by surprise. I said, no, of course not. I, I have a, a, somebody who helps me, and they slide me across um, using a sliding board. And he then went, oh. And I said, well, what do you do then? He said, well, I drive a van from my wheelchair. And this is something I'd never come across before. So um, long story short, it did take me very long before I got shot of my uh, rather excellent vehicle, um, a saloon car, and, and uh, changed over to a second-hand van. And I've never looked back since then. I basically imported the one which I had in the States, this uh, huge-rate American vehicle, which is a little bit awkward to drive around London with our small road and a bit of an eyebrow razor. But since then, I've had uh, uh, a couple of replacement, vehicle and, uh, replacement vehicles, which, of course, are an expensive business, and uh, I got out of that game in the end. Right. And I am now signed up with Motability. And I have had uh, one van from them, and I'm about to get it replaced mm-hmm. with a second one. It's a VW. Um, and it is absolutely brilliant because it is so liberating to be able to get in and out of my vehicle independently and to drive places independently. Um, so that is something which, again, I would mention as my great uh, gadget for life. I drive a similar vehicle, and is it a rear-entry ramp or a side-entry ramp, Rudy? No, well, this is my personal choice, and I prefer to use the side-entry because, you know, it's all about how you park and where you park, and I don't know how you find it, Phil, but I find that the side-entry is is, uh, perfectly adequate uh, around London. I think, okay, there's always restrictions in terms of trying to find a disabled parking bay that hasn't been occupied by somebody's Rolls Royce without a blue badge. <laughs> um, but as you go along, you know, you I, I find uh, I can park quite easily generally. Um, that said, yes, I do live in, in West London and in central London. It's becoming more and more difficult. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in terms of side entry or rear entry, I wouldn't know which is the and- better choice. And you drive from your chair, so you drive straight in. Once you've got into, up into the vehicle, you go position yourself in the driving position, and then your chair's locked in automatically, presumably. That, that's right, yeah. yeah. I used to have a manual wheelchair with a, a lockdown system, so it's basically a metal bolt uh, attached to a frame, 
Mm. Um, but since I've become um, older and crumblier, I now use a power wheelchair and there's an underfloor, uh, what's called a cassette lift, mm-hmm. uh, which I can deploy with using a remote control. And yeah. that helps me to get into the vehicle, stow the, the lift away under the uh, vehicle. And then there's a thing called a lockdown, which you uh, click yourself into. You just drive forward into it. And then for the rest, I have hand controls. And I should also add that the vehicle, which is after all a heavy vehicle, has got uh, power-assisted steering and braking, which has been reduced to what's called zero effort um, steering and braking. Right, so you don't have to apply much force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of that was done um, by Motability before you picked the vehicle. Also Motability, yes. Yeah, fantastic. Um, Good, uh, uh, but the service you get from Motability is good? Uh, Motability themselves are excellent, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. I've not heard anybody say a bad word about them, really. Well, Rudy, so there we are. There's your three things. What I will make sure is that each of those will provide a link for our listeners so that they can uh, follow up on the, the kind of things you've mentioned. So if they're interested, they can find them for themselves. But all I need to do now is to say thank you very much for your time and sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Okay. I'm very grateful. And it's been lovely talking to you again. How do you, Phil? Take care. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rudy. Bye-bye thank now. you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're a disabled person and want to appear on the show so that you can share your thoughts and ideas about the gear, gadgets and gizmos you use, please drop me a line. My email address is brinkburn at gmail.com or you can call Chris Lofthouse at RIDC on 020-7427-2460. And thank you once again for listening.